Story and a song, story and a song, words and music, they belong. Story and a song, story and a song, hope that you will sing along. Kia ora, I'm Tanya Bad. And I'm Peter Forster. And we'd like to welcome you to A Story and a Song, a storytelling podcast for children from the Batcave. Hi, guys. You know, um, Pete and I, um, after we did our last show on Friday, we took the little ferry from Paihia across to Kororareka, also known as Russell, and we went to um, a place called Pompalia House. Pompalia House? Why didn't you take me? Oh, you were asleep. (laughs) Uh You should have woken me up. Mm. Well, anyway, we did it. And um, it's a very... um, it's a, an old house uh, that was built oh, in the in the 1840s, so that makes it nearly close mm. to 200 years old. It's the oldest industrial building. The oldest industrial surviving in the surviving country. industrial building in in Aotearoa in New Zealand. Ugh. And actually, it's it's made out of it's made in a really interesting way. It's made out of um, rammed earth. Rammed earth. Yeah, and we were really interested in that because a lot of the houses where we live at the Eco Village are made out of earth bricks. Ah, yeah. So the people who uh, built it were French. French? What were they doing? Well, they, they'd come here to New Zealand as well. In fact, they were French Catholics. They were the very first Catholics who arrived in Aotearoa. And um, they built uh, this Pompelia house as a printing press. It was the first, um, you know, kind of established printing press in Aotearoa. What's a printing press? It's a place where people make books. And making a book used to be a very complicated thing. Was it ever? Wow. Pete and I were very impressed. We had an amazing guide whose name was Tracy, and she spent ages with us. And she let me, this, this is how I made this picture. I made it on the printing press. Wow. Which is 200 years old. Yeah, and has a really cool story all of its own. It survived the battle of Kororareka, thanks to the local iwi who, who managed to, I mean, it must it weighed a ton, yeah. maybe a few tons, and they dragged it off onto the sailing ship and they hid it during the battle so it stay, stayed safe. And then yep. it ended up down in the Waikato as part of the Kingitanga movement. So it's had quite an exciting life, that printing press. But sure has. It's back at, back at Pompalia House now. Named after Bishop Pompelia, who was um, the first uh, Catholic. Well, I guess he was a bishop, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He came out. There you go. It's a bit of New Zealand history. Um, but I thought that we might tell a French story. Because, oh. you know, New Zealand could have ended up being a French colony. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> that's right, Bat Lamb. Yeah. I think that's all the French I know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Quite an interesting story. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we thought we might tell a very um, well known French story. Well, I thought it was very well known. Ah, has it got a croissant in it? <laughs> well, people like it if it's got a croissant in it because he really likes croissants. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have even had one this week, haven't you, Pete? I've had a couple. You've had a couple of croissants. It's been a good week. It's been a two-croissant week. Mm. Yeah. So um, I thought it was a very well-known story, and I thought you could help us act it out, Bat Lamb. Way! Yay, a story with a bat in it! Well, a bat lamb. Yeah. 
well, we've had lots of bat stories. Actually, it doesn't doesn't usually have a lamb in it. I said to Pete, why don't we do the story of Little Red Riding Hood? Because um, that's a French story that was, well, it's actually a story you can find in lots of European collections. You can even find it, one of the oldest versions of the Little Red Riding Story um, I came across came from China. Wow! <laughs> yeah, so, but we're going to tell um, the, the better known version of it, which is, which is the French version. Okay, what do I get to do? Well, I thought since you were wearing a cape, you could be little black riding hood. Ah! Oh. Yeah, well, your cape's not red. Or we could call it little red riding hood and we could imagine that your cape was red. Ah, oh. sounds complicated. <laughs> anyway, would you like to be the main character in this story? Okay. All right, so here we go. Once upon a time, there was a little girl. A lamb, actually. <laughs> okay, once upon a time, there was a little lamb. That's me. Yep, that's you. Who lived on one side of the forest with her family. <laughs> did we live in a field? Well, I guess you probably did live in a field. Now, there was one little lamb in that family in particular who had a beautiful cape that had been made by her grandmother. Well, that must be me. Oh, I get to show off my cape again. Yeah, I know. That's your new cape, isn't it, Bat Lamb? Yes. <laughs> you, you quite fancy yourself in that cape, don't you? I like the bow. I think the bow is a really nice touch. I think it's lovely. One day, Bat Lamb's mother turned to Bat Lamb and said, Are you going to be my mummy? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll be your mummy. Uh, <clears throat> little, um, little black fat lamb. <laughs> or should we stick with the little red riding stick hood? Stick with the red riding hood. Okay, little red riding hood. I think you should go and visit your grandma on the far side of the forest. They got this basket of goodies that you can take to her. Oh, great. I love to go and see grandma. Great, you're good at this bat lamb. What's in the basket? Ooh, nice things for her to eat. Like what? Uh, like croissants. Ooh! Pan au chocolat. And pan au chocolat. Ooh! And French cheeses. Ooh! And a baguette. Ah! Oh, pan au raisin. Oh, goodness. So many nice things to eat. Wow. Don't you eat them on the way. Nope, I'll take them to Grandma. I wouldn't eat Grandma's food. <laughs> so, one thing, Bat-Lamb. Yeah? You must stay on the path and don't go talking to anyone who's, like, really hairy with sharp teeth and beady eyes and big claws. Oh, why would I want to talk to someone like that for? They sound scary. All right. So, off... Bat Lamb, a.k.a. Little Red Riding Hood, set. Where's my basket? Well, you just have to imagine you've got a basket. Okay. Through the forest I go, la, 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 la. Then what happened? Well, just so happened that in this forest there lived a wolf. Hey! 
You didn't say anything about a wolf when you asked me to be in this story. <laughs> my family, in fact, my species, have a deep-seated fear of wolves. This is all getting a bit scary now. You should have told me. That's all right. I'm here, Batlam. You're going to be all right. Sort of. And the wolf stepped out on the path and said, Hey, little Red Riding Hood, where are you off to? I'm not telling you. No. <laughs> that probably would have been a really good idea, but we won't have a good story if you if you say that, Batlam. All right. Ah, uh, I'm off to see my grandma with this basket of really nice French food for her. Yeah. Well, don't you think it'd be nice if uh, you took your grandma some flowers? Uh, she has allergies. Oh, bat lamb. Okay, I'll go and get her some flowers. Look, there's some flowers over there, uh, just off the path. I'm not allowed to leave the path. My mum told me I had to stay on the path. Go and get the flowers. Okay, I'm going to get the flowers. So, little red bat lamb left the path. And she started to pick some flowers. All right, I'm picking flowers. <laughs> Where's that wolf gone? Well, in the meantime, the wolf, he hurried off to Grandma's house. Oh, no. This doesn't sound like it's going to end well. No. And when he got to Grandma's house, he knocked on the door. Bang, 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 bang. And he tried to use his cutest little bat lamb voice. Oh, an impersonator. And from inside the house came grandmother's voice and she said, Oh, who is that? Is that, is that you, little red riding hood bat lamb? And the wolf said, Yes, grandma. That doesn't sound like me. She wasn't very good at hearing, so she thought it was you. Oh, dear. Well, open the door, my grandchild, and come on in. And the door opened. The wolf opened the door and rushed inside and gobbled up Grandma. Oh, no! No, not <laughs> Grandma! I don't, I don't like this story. Well, you got to keep going, Batland, because we're not over yet. <laughs> and then the wolf put on grandma's clothes. What? A wolf who likes wearing grandma's clothes? Yeah. He put on her bonnet and her nightie and her glasses and hopped into grandma's bed and pulled the blankets high up to his nose to disguise himself. And then he waited and he waited and he waited. What's he waiting for? He's waiting for you. Me? I'm not going there. Yeah, no, because you don't know in the story what's happened. Oh, I don't want to get eaten by a wolf. Well, you, you, might, you might not get eaten by a wolf. Yeah, right. Okay. So, huh, cut through the forest. La, 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 la. Okay. Do I have to knock on the door? Yes. Little Red Riding Hood knocked on the door inside a voice came come in my child that doesn't sound like my grandma 
And Little Red Riding Hood opened the door and stepped inside and she saw her grandma in the bed. <gasps> and she said, Oh, you're not feeling very well, Grandma. No, I've got a bit of a cold, said the wolf, who was really Grandma. Oh, said Bat Lamb, who was really Little Red Riding Hood. It's getting quite complicated, the story said. What big eyes you've got! Yes, all the better to see you with my little lamb. Oh, and your ears, they're kind of big and sticky out as well. <gasps> all the better to hear you with my little bat lamb. Hmm, and I don't much like the looks of those teeth. They look very big too. All the better to eat you up. And the wolf who was dressed up as grandma jumped out of the bed, but uh, Little Red Riding Hood ran ah! around the house. And the wolf was chasing it. Ah! And there was a passing woodcutter who heard all the screaming ah! and came running in with his axe and he chopped. Oh, a lot of people get the chop in this in this episode. Did, he, did you chop the head off the wolf? We did. In fact, we sort of sort of chopped the wolf in half so that Grandma, who was still alive in the wolf's stomach, amazingly, he must have followed her in one lump, <laughs> was able to escape. Well, that's good, but not very credible. <laughs> Probably. It's a story. That's the story, Batlam. And so Little Red Riding Hood, a.k.a. Batlam, and Grandma, who was now Grandma again and not inside a wolf, were saved by the woodcutter and the three of them shared the basket of French goodies and they all lived oh I know this bit happily ever after and there you have it the story of Little Red Riding Hood or Little Black a caped bat lamb it's probably not how Charles Perrault collected that particular story no, but I think it was improved. It would be even better if there wasn't a wolf in it. Yeah, but then there wouldn't be any story, would there, if there was no wolf? Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to be part of our podcasts, you can join the Bat Cave or support us by purchasing books and audios from our website, www.imagined-worlds.net.